Welcome to the new season, season five of Sportsway Podcast. Uh, my name is Fitz Kerrigan. Christian Mott. And we are your hosts for this podcast. Uh, sorry if, uh, that Christian is a little bit laggy. Uh, it's not working the way we usually do it, so I have him on the phone. Um, just trying to problem solve uh, right now. But anyway, same same format, same everything will be the same for season five. Uh, sorry, season four took so long. Thank you for all the support. Um, and right now, let's get started with uh, JFK's topic of the day. So for JFK's topic of the day, there uh, it's been it's been a pretty hectic uh, fe- February and uh, now March for college basketball, and that has included a lot of teams that we. They didn't expect to make the tournament, and some teams that had a had a shockers not making the tournament. The main shocker right now for not making the tournament is uh, is the uh, the uh, main one that every one everybody knows about. The North Carolina Tar Heels are out of the college basketball or out of the NCAA tournament right now. And um, Christian, this is shocking because I mean last year, I mean. Last year they were number eight seed. Nobody thought they would go, and then they kind of had the Cinderella story getting into the championship game. They were up by fifteen at halftime before blowing it to Kansas. I mean, they had a pretty good run, and I mean, it's a new team. The head coach is still the same. Uh, I remember Armando Baycott stayed for another year, which honestly was a mistake. Um, did not did not have a good year. Was injured a lot. Christian, do you think Baycott staying at Carolina was a mistake? Yeah, I think it was for his for like him personally. Do you know if he like I obviously don't know his draft stock because it's so like and then with the NBA, it's so like uh, up and down. You never know how like their draft stock's going to be. Like for example, Luca Garza a, a couple years ago coming out, he was pro- he was the best. He was voted the best college basketball player. Uh, coming yeah coming out and then he got he was like a late i think second round or something and he but he's barely he's barely been able to crack minutes in the nba so you know i don't exactly know how his draft status was after last year but this definitely doesn't help it after this year and that him not even being able to take his team to uh any march madness it's not good i know but it's not just on him some of it's caleb love some of it's hubert davis some of it's just the the Kind of, I'm trying to think of the word. It's like kind of like the atmosphere in Carolina right now. The cameras, I don't think the cam, they weren't really talked about. The the only talking about that I've heard of from them this year was losing. They they number the first ever preseason no, um number one team to not make the tournament for the first time since like the '60s. That's insane, and um, it's just like I don't feel like. Because Christian, very early they were out of it. I mean, they lost number one seed. They went the uh, Thanksgiving. They always have tournaments during Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And dude, they lost two games. Two games. That's terrible. As a number one seed, as a number one seed, you you don't even lose one or two. You don't even lose one sometimes. I mean, yeah. The Gonzaga, they lost. They had they had a undefeated season until they lost in the uh, championship game in 2021. The Wisconsin bat same thing with the Wisconsin Badgers back in 2015. Yeah. I mean, some of these teams, 
they they were number one and they didn't lose a game. Now you're talking about them losing two games and not even a month into the season. That's rough. And people were like, and they kept losing, Christian. They kept losing, and then not, and then two weeks later they went they went from number one to not even ranked in like two weeks. That's crazy. It's insane how much they dropped. And honestly, that's not good for Hubert Davis, and that's not good for Carolina basketball. Definitely not. They're uh, they're definitely one of the top blue blood schools. Everyone knows that they're in the mix of blue blood schools. You know, where the alumni of where Michael Jordan went, and mm-hmm. this is very uncharacteristic of them. I'm sure they'll they'll have a rebound, but it's just very uncharacteristic. Yeah, I know for sure, and I think it's just. Shocking because they have such a strong. They've had two before Hubert Davis. They've had two all-time great coaches and Dean Smith and Roy Williams. Uh, they've had some good players go through that program. Michael Jordan, as you just said, one of them. Um, trying to think. Of, trying to think of others. Uh, Danny Green went through North Carolina. Good sharp. Good role player. Sharp shooter. Um, Kenny Smith. Kenny Smith was one of them. Harrison Barnes, who went to high, who played high school basketball in Iowa, I mean, he played in Ames, Iowa, so that's not a that's not a big town. Uh, got a, got out of there and played for Roy in uh, Chapel Hill. So a lot of a lot of place a lot of good power athletes that went to that school, and now you're talking about them not making the tournament. That's just crazy talk right there. I can't believe it. But some of the teams that made it in, let's talk, let's let's enough talk about Carolina. Let's talk about the teams that made it in. Arizona State is playing Nevada in uh, one of the first four games uh, to go to play TCU in uh, the first round. Uh, TCU made the tournament, number fourteen seed. Um, Marquette made the tournament. They are the number two seed. They'll play Vermont. Um, trying to th- who else made the tournament that was a hot shot? I'm trying to think. Um, like, what do you mean by hot shot? Or like teams that made the tournament. So the four, um, the four number one seeds are uh, the four number one seeds for this are. Um, hold on, can't find it. I know, I know, I had it. Early, I remember I said earlier. Um, the four number one seeds are Houston, Kansas, Purdue, and Alabama. Dude, Alabama is probably one of the people that we did not expect to make the tournament, much less be the number one seed. They had a great year this year. They had a better year in basketball and football. I know. You're very surprising. You haven't you haven't seen that in a long time. Like, a long time. I mean, yeah, Alabama football did not have a good year. Uh, Well, they had an all right year, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they don't usually have two losses. Yeah, that's true, but they didn't have as good players this year. Yeah, all right, enough talk about that. That wraps up up JFK's type of the day. Okay, so now for Mott's moment... 
we have a couple of big trades, and I'm going to talk about one of them that happened today, as we all know. Probably Jalen Ramsey was traded from the Los Angeles Rams to the Miami Dolphins. Down, He's going down to uh, South Beach. Um, he's taking some South Beach, <laughs> like the Browns did. And um, he got traded for a third-round pick and some random tight end that I've never heard of in my life. But, yeah, so the reasons why the Rams did this is basically they're in the midst of a rebuild, it, it seems like right now, after, even after winning the Super Bowl one year early, which is pretty crazy. You don't see this happen too much. But with the strategy that the Rams used, which was Super Bowl bust, they went all in for that Super Bowl run, got Odell, got all these guys, uh, got Von Miller. Um, it, it was very good in the short term as it got them the Super Bowl, and it's definitely worth it. But uh, in the long term, it, it's probably not the best as Matt Stafford's getting older, someone who they traded two first-round picks for. Um, they have they lost Von Miller in free agency. They lost. <clears throat> they're probably going to lose OBJ in free agency. They did. And now they have. Well, it's not official, but yeah. And um, and now they've a lot. They've had to give away trade Jalen Ramsey so they can help pre- prepare for the future a little bit better. Was the tight end? Was the tight end Mike Gesicki? No. Okay. It's some random guy I've never heard of in my life. Okay. But uh, the reason why they did this is while well, the third round pick's all right, they mainly want to get rid of Jalen's contract, which is pretty pretty big contract. And I think it's pretty good on those parties. Jalen doesn't have to rot in um, with the Rams when he uses talents to actually make a Super Bowl run on a Super Bowl contending team. And that's, so that's good for him. And then for the Rams, it's good that they don't have to pay him that much money when they need to start building for the future. Yeah, they're for sure. Rebuild, which they're probably going to rebuild around Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Well, now that – I mean, but – they were kind of starting that. Jalen Ramsey wasn't the point. He was one of the players that they brought in from Jacksonville, but he wasn't like a big threat. What do you mean big threat? Well, he wasn't like – he wasn't um, their, like, number one, I'm trying to say. Yeah, he wasn't, like, a center number one player, but, like, also Aaron Donald, he's getting over too. So. He might retire in a few years. Yeah. I have a good feeling he'll retire in a few years. Be smart. I would retire this offseason, but we'll see what he does. He might get come back for another big he was, contract. He was hurt a lot last year. He still made the Pro Bowl though somehow. No, no. But uh, dang, that how about that? My that Dolphin secondary. They're gonna have that um, Dolphin secondary. Senior Howard. That Dolphin secondary Howard, will be dangerous. And, and they got Jalen Ramsey. And who they get in the draft with, to go along with. Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. That practice has got to be interesting. Do you see Tyree Kill is in a track meet? Yeah, I saw that 60-yard dash. I don't know. I saw the comments on it, and they, they said, what is he running against YMCA guys? Because <laughs> he destroyed them. They weren't even close. Like, I, I know. I don't know what type of people he was running against, but it wasn't even close. I know. I know. But – the YMCA, yeah, that's a little li- YMCA. That's like, yeah. This is not gonna be. A- 
Yeah, but the dude, YMCA is a little bit far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe mm, I don't know how to say it. I don't. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna say what I, I was about to say it, but you know, I think yeah, you guys know what I mean. Um, all right, does that wrap up your moment? All right, let's talk. I want to. I want to keep on the topic of trades. Let's talk about the. Uh, Derek Carr was not traded. Uh, let's talk about the trade of the number one pick. Yeah, that was really big. To Carolina, um, Chicago had the number one pick going into, uh, the this year, and on Friday they traded it away to Carolina for. DJ Moore, the number nine overall pick. Um, I think a second round or a couple second round picks and a third round pick. No, this is what it is. They traded the number nine overall pick this year, a second round pick this year, DJ Moore, and a first and a second next year. That, that was the trade. I mean, if Carol, if Carolina doesn't, if Carolina gets a superstar. This is all. This all. This always down on Carolina. They have all the pressure right now because there's a little bit of reasoning behind that. Because if they trade this, the number one pick, and they and Carolina screws it up, Chicago 100% win. Chicago 100% wins this trade, and Carolina looks like idiots. But if they draft. A, if Carolina drafts a really, really good player, then Chicago may look like an idiot. But if Carolina drafts a quarterback, which they probably will, um, then Chicago, then um, it'll be like a win-win for both teams because Chicago wasn't going to draft a quarterback because they need to build around their quarterback. I really think Chicago traded that traded the number one overall pick just because there wasn't there's not really a lot of threats that don't play quarterback like this is a really quarterback heavy draft i feel like yeah definitely and they definitely traded to the to the they traded the pick to the panthers because this they gave them the best uh compensation because the panthers had to move up eight slots and while the Bears probably had a lot of teams looking at trying to trade up for the number one pick. I heard um, that someone, one of the analysts said that, that even the Texans were trying to move up one spot. To yeah, because, the, dude, Texans had the number one pick since week nine. They win, yeah. win their final game of the season, and they lose it. As the coach got fired. Yeah, that's why That's why Lovey Smith went, lost his job. But, dude, I, the game, the Texans game I was at in Dallas, they, oh, my God, they almost won that game. Really? Yeah, dude, da- Dallas only won by four. Texans had the lead pretty much the whole the whole game until Ezekiel Elliott scored a touchdown with, like, 40 seconds left. I think that was the same thing against the Chiefs, too. They had a pretty good game against the Chiefs up until the end this year. I know. Which was a bit surprising. Like, Texans, they choked. But they kept the top teams. They battled with the top teams for 60 minutes. Yeah, They're pretty close. Um, any other big trades? Because I know well, you've seen probably more trades. than I have. 
not not yet. There's definitely going to probably be some more. It's possible Mark can be traded. It's possible that obviously Aaron Rodgers is more likely than not that Aaron Rodgers will get traded. Go back in the woods. <laughs> I wonder if you were an NFL team, what would you give up for Aaron Rodgers? Nothing, because I wouldn't want him. He co- listen, listen, he costs too much. Yeah, that's true. But the like, only reason why that Jets-Packers deal has not been done is because they're waiting on Rodgers to be ready. That's the only reason. I'm sure there's other reasons, too. That's the main reason. I think, I guess, I think Roger. my guess is it's more like the Packers want, like, a lot of like a first round pick. And I would too. The Jets don't want to get. Well, I know, but they they the, the if the Packers want to get rid of Rodgers, they also want to get rid of his contract. And the Jets have to pay him how much? Is it sixty million this year? Next year? Six, fifty to sixty million. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's already a huge amount of money to pay someone. Yeah. Don't really. So don't. Give don't up so much draft picks just to get someone that's old and aging, and he costs that much. Yeah. So I think the Jets probably just want to like get like a get like a second round for him, and the Packers probably want like a first or maybe even more. <laughs> that's valid. I mean, he's a future Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. We've got to. But he's he's better tires than. Better than who? I said he's about to retire soon. That's the problem. I know. I mean, you never know. Look at Tom Brady, 45 and just retired. Yeah, but Rodgers has been debating on whether he should come back or not for the past few years. Tom Brady, like, it never was a big deal about retirement for him. He just decided to call it quits. And then I guess he unretired for one year, but, like, before that, before he retired for the first time, it wasn't like there was multiple years where he was contemplating retirement. It was just he retired. No, he retired. Dude, the second time he just he had he said I used my speech last year. This time I'm just I'm done. Yeah, and it was so stupid because I mean, lost your wife, lost a lot of things. I mean, it's hard being a pro athlete. You miss a. You miss a lot of your kids' stuff if you're a dad. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's stay on the topic of football. Derek Carr uh, was released from Vegas a couple weeks ago, and Monday he signed with the New Orleans Saints. Christian, are you shocked by this? What? Shock, well, shock, shocked that we all knew that he was going to leave Vegas. I mean, it was either a trade or release. We knew that. But are you shocked that he signed with the that he chose to sign with the Saints? Saints. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'd say no because the Saints are in one of the weakest divisions in all of football right now. Yeah, um, they're going against the, the Tom Brady Tom Brady list Bucks. Uh, they're going to be going against the Panthers with a, a rookie quarterback, and they're going to be going up against the Falcons with uh, a, a second year second year like what fourth round quarterback Desmond Ritter. So, so he's definitely he's going to be walking in as the the most reliable quarterback. Um, in the conference, in the I mean, in the division. So, but do you think he chose? They should, they should, 
that's think why he chose because he, he thinks it's a pretty good division, a pretty good spot to be in. He's got good talent around him. He's got Alvin Kamara. He's got um, Chris Olave. He's got a pretty good defense. Demario Davis. Do you think that's um, the only reason why he chose to go to New Orleans? Well, obviously money. He got paid good enough, so money's not a problem. He's got a four-year 100-something. I think it was a $120 million or something like that, or maybe $140 million. Oh, yeah, it's four-year $140 million contract. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's why. He's in an easy division, and he got a big, big deal. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I mean – yeah, I, I feel like, though, I mean, we all knew he was going to gonna leave Vegas, but I think the main part was, uh, yeah, I think you said it, but I am still a little shocked that he chose the Saints because you got a lot of... Who do you think he should have chose? Well, I'm just saying, oh, I'm not, I don't know who he should have chosen, but I'm just shocked he chose the Saints because New Orleans is not a big market, Christian. I would have assumed he would have gone to, like, the Jets or somebody because the Jets... Before the Saints, the Jets were looking into him. And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. But it was just like they were Jets. Well, first of all, Jets are just looking for a quarterback in general. They don't really care who it is. But um, they were going after Derek Carr. And I'm surprised a little bit that he chose New Orleans just because of how small the market is. Yeah. I would have assumed he would have gone to a bigger market. Why do you think he would have gone to a bigger market? Just because he gets paid more. I when he, I mean, if if you get traded from Vegas to the Saints, that's one thing. But I mean, signing with the Saints, that's I mean, that's not a big market. If you were to go to like an LA team or New York or some of these bigger marketplaces, Miami maybe or anywhere in Florida, um, you're partying every weekend. Well, um, let's meet. Let's some teams. That you think you should have gone to. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that like it's bad. I'm just saying the fact. I mean, I'm not. Well, first of all, he's not going to go. He wasn't going to go to these teams. But like the bigger markets are like the Rams, the Chargers, um, the 49ers have a pretty big market. Yeah, well, I think the reason why he's not going to all those teams is number one, some of the teams probably don't want him. Like I think if the the, the um, Jets, Jets wanted him. Wanted the Jets wanted the him Jets before wanted they him. wanted Rodgers, and that's yeah, a big market team. If the Jets would have paid him like a lot, a lot more than what the Saints offered him, he probably would have gone there. Also, the only person in the Jets division that you really have to contend with is Josh Allen. Maybe yeah, Tua. That's a pretty big someone. That's a pretty big someone. Yeah. Yeah, I'll but, give I'll give you that, but it's a bigger market. So, you get paid more usually. If you go there, I guess. But he's trying to have a, a. He's trying to still have his career. Like if he if he makes a, um, a, a makes it to playoffs a couple times with the Saints, he's going to still be a, a starting quarterback in the NFL because that's what teams care about with their quarterback play mostly. But if he goes to this bigger market, he might be getting paid. Yeah, but it's not obviously with contract. It's not all guaranteed. So if he has a couple of bad years, they're just going to cut him and then try to find someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So we felt probably like this was the best situation for his future. Or they trade him. And for his money. What? Oh, yeah, they obviously could trade him or cut him. Yeah. But if you're not winning playoff games, not many people. I mean, if you're not getting into the playoffs, not many teams are going to want to trade for you. That's valid. That's valid. I'll take. I'll take that. Um, 
right. Let's move on to that. Let's not move on fully. I just want to say one thing, and then I'm going to go back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, me, personally, if I was the Jets, I think they should try to trade for Lamar because I, I would rather have Lamar on the Jets than Aaron Rodgers because – Aaron Rodgers, like I've said, he's going to ask for a lot of money, and he's going to retire in a couple of years, which is not a deal. Okay. He's a young quarterback that they can build around. They can give up a couple first-round picks, probably, and get him. But then... Explain um, a little bit more why you say Lamar. Because he's a young quarterback. He and the Ravens, I think their their relationship is probably not going to be repairable. They They couldn't... get a long-term deal for him for the second year in a row after he won the MVP just two years ago and basically led the Ravens to another playoff berth this year, which they lost because Tyler Huntley tried to reach over the pylon instead of uh, tucking it and running it into the end zone. That's besides the point, even though somehow he made a Pro Bowl. I don't know how. Justin Everson made a Pro Bowl over him. Moving on. And I think... I think they shouldn't go for Rodgers because he's going to retire in a couple of years, like I've said, and their defense right now has really been built really well. So they, they, I think they should go after a quarterback they can build around for the future and not just someone who's going to be good for a couple of years and they're going to have to restart again and look for a different quarterback. Well, that's also – That's why I think Lamar. That's also I, – I think the reason why – and I may sound stupid for saying this, but the reason I think the main reason why the Jets want Rodgers is because they want to win now, and that's laugh while you want. That's not happening. I I, I see that too, but I guess that, that's you a, don't that just point, you don't just get a quarterback and your team changes overnight. But you don't get a you don't get a quarterback like that and your team just changes overnight. Like that's I think that's what the Jets are expecting right now, and it's not going to work out well for them in the long run. And when Rodgers retires, but also keep in mind, Favre went to the Jets for a year, so you wonder if Rodgers will only go there for a year and go then go somewhere else. I'm not saying that he will. He's not going to join the Vikings. If anything, he'll join the Bears. Bears. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He owns them. He can go. He can go there. He'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's he owns them. It's all good. I want to go back to the draft picks. Who do you think with the first pick in the twenty twenty was this twenty twenty three NFL draft? The Carolina Panthers select. Who do you think? Mm, Dude, I think they're looking for a quarterback. For yeah, sure. I mean, I saw this funny video where they're like, there was between, it was a, the, this guy went, went as both Chicago and Carolina, and he's like, well, Carolina, who are you drafting first? And they're like, Max Duggan. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, Max Duggan, don't get me wrong, great quarterback, led TCU to a national championship, got mad, got mad respect for him, but not a number, not a number one overall pick. Yeah, he's gonna be like a fifth round or fourth round overall, fourth round draft. Uh huh, dude. He did not have a good national championship, and apparently, I don't think he had a good senior either. Uh, dude, I don't think he did not. I think they just got lucky. I think 
They just got lucky because, look. They do not have that strong of a schedule, that is true. Yeah, and also keep in mind, Christian, they lost the Big 12 championship game. You're, when, you lo- when you lose a game like that, you usually drop a couple seeds. They stayed in the same damn place. That's why, that's why I say they got lucky, and they got really lucky against Michigan. Yeah. It definitely would have been a more entertaining yeah. national but, championship than yeah. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, or Michigan got there. That was a, that was a whooping. Um, glad I didn't watch any of it. Um, but I, I really think the number one pick right now, I want to say Bryce Young, but I, th- I think to something it'll be different. I mean, there's a lot of it's a really heavy quarterback class. I mean, you got Will Levis of Kentucky, Hendon Hooker of Tennessee, who's still recovering from an ACL tear back again uh, back in November against South Carolina. So I think, but Hendon Hooker, he's a, like a he, dude. He's like a maybe a third round pick. Yeah, probably. So, um, yeah, that that's I think, but I think Bryce Young will go number one or. Or maybe some, maybe someone else, but like Bryce Young is definitely going top five for sure. Oh yeah, that's for sure. He's going top two, most likely. Yeah. Um. Okay, so me personally, I think that the Panthers. If I was the Panthers, I would take Bryce Young because based on what I've heard, he is, has really good football IQ and he's really smart. And as we've learned throughout many drafts and throughout all the busts and all all, uh, all the quarterbacks, all the good quarterbacks, what seems to be one of the most important things about an NFL quarterback in, in the modern day is how smart they are. And, uh, like, yeah, like as we've seen from Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, all these guys, they, they, they might not be the most physically gifted, like for Tom Brady, for example. He might not have the strongest arm, or that he might not be the fastest, which is definitely not true by a wide margin. But by how how they're able to read defenses and adapt to what comes at them, I think that's what is what most important about how a most important attribute about a quarterback. So I think Bryce Young. I would take Bryce Young because. He's, I guess he's, according, I, I've seen him uh, big into college football. I'm like, I don't watch a ton. I didn't watch a ton of Alabama. But what I've heard is that Bryce, Bryce Young is probably one of the smarter quarterbacks in the draft class. Now, I've also heard that the uh, Panthers quarterbacks coach, um, Josh McCown, who is a well-known veteran from the NFL. He played on so many different teams. Um, but I've heard that he's gone on a podcast and said that before the Panthers traded up on the number one pick was that he really loves CJ Stroud and he compared him to Joe Burrow, which is pretty high praise. Really? For a quarterback, yep. And so, you know, you don't know what direction they might go, but obviously that's the quarterback's coach. He doesn't have the final say within the draft. There could be more, multiple, most of the guys – in the draft room, like the owner and the general manager and the head coach, they might be wanting to pick someone else. But that is pretty insightful that the quarterback's coach did say those things about CJ Stroud. Granted, he didn't say anything about Bryce Young. What if he compared Bryce Young to um, Patrick Mahomes? You don't know. He just said he just thinks CJ Stroud's going to be pretty good. Seriously, I um, know. It's, that's insane. 
which, you know, he's also not a good quarterback, but yet I'm, I've not, and I guess he's really well known for his accuracy and stuff, and he's bigger and. Yeah, um, Bryce Young you're talking about? Well, CJ Stroud's bigger, and everyone's talking about how Bryce Young's smaller, and they don't know if he's going to be able to take those hits. But I think at the end of the day, as who, as long as Bryce Young is like a really smart quarterback and he, he can do that, you have to look past all his physical stuff. We've seen plenty of smaller quarterbacks being successful. Drew Brees, Kyler Murray's done pretty well. And um, just like how everyone's blowing smoke all throughout the combine and the draft, about last year, about Kenny Pickett and his hand size, it really hasn't mattered. And Kenny Pickett had a pretty great rookie year, especially later in the season. Yeah, yeah. So I think the Panthers shouldn't buy until that all the all the drama. I think they, I think they should take Bryson, but I'm not sure if that's what they're going to do. I got a question. Do you think for the running game, do you think C.J. Stroud is be- a better running quarterback than Bryce Young? No, I'd say Bryce Young's better running quarterback. C.J. Stroud isn't known for being much of a scrambler. Obviously, he's he's athletic enough. I don't. I didn't know if he ran a forty time. I didn't see. He might not have run a forty time, but he's more known as a pocket passer that is pretty accurate. But obviously, he's not going to be on that. He's not unathletic. We've seen him scramble a couple times in the Georgia game. If you watch the Georgia game, yeah, where the kickers uh, He's Bryce Young's very much a pocket passer as well. Um, he will escape the pocket to extend plays. He does scramble from time to time, but he, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he's pretty fast, but he's definitely a pocket passer as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. Um, I mean... Okay, so now, who do you think is going second overall? Who do you think the Texans would take? Is it just since he said... Well, I... I don't think the Texans – I mean, dude, when the game I was at to in Dallas, they used two quarterbacks pretty much the whole game. I don't think they're yeah. looking for a quarterback. Um, you don't? No. I think um, they might go with, like, a defensive player okay. because I think they're – I mean, yeah, offense scores points, but defense wins games. Yeah. So I think they're, a lot of their – um, a lot of the faults of them losing game, a lot, so many games last year was their defense. I think if they strengthen that defense up a little bit more, they can be a pretty good team if they play their cards right. Okay. Who do you so think is going? Gonna be? Who do you think is going second overall? Well, do you have a name, or do you think there's someone on the? Oh, um, I don't know. I don't have an. I can't put a name to the board, but. Just like I think somebody on defense would be helpful that makes because somewhat sense. I can kind of get what you're thinking about. You're definitely thinking outside the box because most people are picking them to take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do give uh, whatever their quarterback's name a second chance. Mills. He, yeah, Mills. I think I think they should give him. I think they should give him. I think they should give him another chance. And worst case scenario, you have another bad year, <laughs> and you can. You can draft, draft a quarterback. Caleb Williams or someone like that. Yeah. But I'm, also, I'm, and, and their new head coach is defense, a defensive coach. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying draft a defensive player because you can work – that guy can work – why are you laughing? The guy can work with defensive players and strengthen their defense up because defense wins games. Offense scores points. Defense wins games. And I think if DeMarco Ryans plays his cards right, then uh, – 
this this Texans defense can be pretty uh pretty dangerous. So me personally, I think that that's not a bad take. As I said earlier, I think the only thing I have with it is um, there's so many different teams like that are looking for their guy in this draft, like the Colts, um, maybe the Falcons, maybe the Buccaneers. There's just a ton of teams that have quarterback concerns and questions. Um, I think if, in fact, the Texans didn't want to go a defensive guy route, I think the smartest move for them would to trade down maybe just a couple picks. They can maybe still get their defensive guy that they want. Who would you and trade with? They can get probably the Colts. Okay. And then um, before before you go again, to answer the question that's on everybody's mind right now, um, for defense, I would draft a um, – uh, uh, like kind of like a front guy, like a linebacker or a tackle, just because. What? Would you go Will Anderson? Yeah, prop maybe just because. Um, I will. I. What is he playing? Uh, he's edge rusher from Alabama. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you need like somebody up front that because the, what the Texans did not ha- they could not sack the quarterback last year and. Their front line was terrible, so I, I think you need a defensive guy up front more than you need a quarter, cornerback. All right, go ahead with the second pick. Okay. So, in my opinion, I think the Texans are going to take C.J. Stroud since I picked Bryce Young to go number one overall. So I think the Texans are going to C.J. Stroud because of their quarterback concerns. Um, Mills had a pretty bad year last year, but so that's what I think they're gonna go with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, Christian, the number three pick belongs to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody will be. Uh, the, um. I mean, you won't have to worry about seeing Cliff Kingsbury have a fireplace in Arizona in April. <laughs> it's. Does it, he even have a job yet? Nope. <laughs> Apparently, he's still in Cabo. He's probably going to go back to the college. Mm, probably. I mean, a lot of the people who don't find success in pros go back to college. I mean. Bill O'Brien, for example. Mm, yeah. Um, and not just football, basketball, too. Like Fred Hoiberg didn't have a good stint with the Chicago Bulls, and now he's coaching Nebraska. Oh, really? Yeah. How's that working out? Pretty good. Did they make the Mark Mm, Yeah. They did. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did. I'd have to. I have to look at it again. But I mean, they had a pretty good record this year. And yeah, I think they. I think they made it. Okay. Well, with the third pick, I think the Cardinals will go Will Anderson. JJ Watt just retired, and I think they're going to need an addresser. And okay. Um, yeah. This is the top defensive player probably in the draft right now since um, uh, Jalen Carter got uh, or I think it's Jalen Carter I forget his name he got arrested and we don't know his future so I think Will Anderson's going to be the best defensive guy in the oh, you're ta- are you talking about the defensive player from Tennessee no I'm talking about the defensive tackle from uh, Georgia who got arrested oh you know who also got arrested from Georgia? Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Oh. Public intoxication. Oh, my God. It was terrible. 
Jalen Carter was a little more severe, but yeah. What did he do again? Uh, I think he's getting in trouble for manslaughter of the per- he was drunk driving and he crashed. Why? And someone died in the car. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Dude, that's terrible. Yep. That might have been a your, that that might have been your fan. That might have been my what? That might have been one of his fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, fourth pick, the Colts. Who you got the Colts taking? Um, you know, Colts. They got. I think that. I mean, I don't think they need a. I don't think they need a quarterback right now. I think Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger kind of can't handle that. Uh, but with a new coach, um, I think that they got to. Uh, let me think. With a new coach, I think they hire. Or not hire. Um, I think they also draft a defensive guy. Just okay. because, I mean. People overlook defense too much. Like they're like, "Oh yeah, offense, offense scores points. Yeah, defense wins you games." Yeah. Like a ton of like a lot of the close games are decided by four points. How would that happen? Defense got to stop. Defense wins games. And I think that. I think they had a, they got a good job. They did a good job last year of getting to the quarterback. I think this I think this time around they maybe need like a cornerback or some like a secondary position. Oh, okay. Like a cornerback safety. That's uh, honest. That's my opinion. But I think it's too. Uh, I think I don't. I don't think quarterbacks will be drafted like four in a row. Unless, and then if they are, then this is a crazy quarterback draft. I think the Colts will be taking Anthony Richardson. He has the best combine. I think he has the most potential. He definitely, by far, has the most potential out of all the quarterbacks. Okay. Yeah. The most Dude. Outside, I mean. Uh, for sure. His uh, forty times and yeah. some of his dude. Some of his combine stuff is insane. Yeah, I definitely think this would be a good situation too for him since the Colts have Jonathan Taylor, so he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to have the pressure of always throwing the ball early on in his rookie year. They can still rely on Jonathan Taylor to hopefully have another monster year this year, and then he can just get 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 more reps and get get better over time. There's a new like new head coach at the Colts, so. It's gonna. I think it would be a good idea for them to get draft a new quarterback to like for both of them to uh, like learn and grow the new offense together. So I think that's who they should. Pick. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think enough with the draft. Let's um. Let's talk a little bit more about Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers um, and the Jets flew to L. Had a meeting on Wednesday in L. A. Uh, Rodgers did not uh, specify what it was about. Rodgers is a very conservative guy. Um, sometimes, uh, but I think that he the Jets are really front runner. And if he leaves Green Bay, that's where he's going. 
But yeah. what do you think about all this Rodgers drama? Do you think it's a little much just to decide where you want to play next year? Or what you want to do next year? I don't think so. I think this is a big decision. He's been with the Packers his whole professional career. They took a chance on him in 23, I think it was 23 or 22 other teams passed on him. And he's won a Super Bowl with them. He's had different coaches with them. And he's gone through the ups and the downs with them. And now his career is coming to an end, and he has to decide whether he wants to retire Packer or go another year and try to try to hunt for another championship. And whether he thinks or not, he can win another championship because if he's kind of failed in the in the playoffs for the last couple of years now. But uh, yeah, I think this is a big decision. I don't blame him for taking his time with it. The Jets, if you from going from Green Bay to New York, is a big difference. Different, different lifestyle, way bigger city. Like Green Bay is a small town, and New York is a is a is is the biggest city in the United States. Mm-hmm. So, but just there's not. It's not just being the quarterback of the um New York Jets versus being the quarterback of the Packers. It's not just that simple. There's so many other things that go into it. Even though, even though that that being the quarterback of the Packers or being the quarterback of the Jets itself is a pretty big decision to make. There's also different things to think of his his future in, in the NFL, his lifestyle and yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean it's a huge decision. Uh I kind of think he's a little bit. The Woods thing is a little bit over the top, but I think other, other, otherwise, it's. I mean, it's a pretty big decision. I mean, I think he's just taking a little bit long about it. People are anxious. People want to know what's going on. That's the only thing that I take away. From, the bad part I take away from it. Yeah. Um. But uh, I want to talk briefly about uh, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, I know we're changing the topic a long way from football. Um, completely opposite. But I think Scott, Scotty Scheffler is right now um, won the Players' Championship this weekend. Um, and I, I this is like his fourth major, uh, like his fourth win that people are aware of. And um, he's, that I'm aware of at least. That, But, I mean, people are like, I, th- I feel like he's one of the most underrated golfers, I think, um, right now. I mean, he's won really? two – he's won the la- – he won the Masters last year. He's won the last two Phoenix Opens. Like, he he's, is legit. He's pretty good. Sounds like it. Yeah. I'm not a golf guy, but – yeah, I'm a little bit of – I'm trying to get into it a little bit, watching a little bit more. But not a big golf guy, but just wanted to bring that up, bring that up a little bit. Um, yeah. All right, Christian, talking about March Madness a little bit more. What team are you most shocked that made it? My most shocked that made it. Yeah. 
shocked. I haven't been paying enough like, to against uh, enough about college basketball to like know like who I thought was gonna make it or not. But what I will say is, I was actually a bit surprised Iowa State was as high as the it was, given their record and given all the losses they've had recently. I do understand that they beat Kansas, they beat some really good teams, high-ranking teams. Um, but to be a six seed or to be a number six was a bit higher than I was expecting. I was just hoping that they would make it to the to the tournament, tournament but to be six a, a six seed with a record of nineteen and eleven, it was not what I was expecting. Yeah, um, I would agree. Um, I also think that like one of one of the most shocks that I think made it was. Uh, Texas Southern. I mean, nobody really knows who they are. Some of like these 16 seeds, nobody really knows who they are. They're kind of coming out as their own, and they're like proving that they're proving that they're be- that they belong. Yeah. And I think that's like a major accomplishment because, especially this time around, for like Texas Southern, Northern Kentucky, some of these 16 seeds, uh, first four teams, because I mean they beat they beat out North Carolina. Keep that in mind. All of these little schools beat out one of the most powerhouse basketball programs in the country. Yeah. And, I mean, they should feel really proud about that. And I think it boosts their confidence up because also I think it boosts their, some of their confidence up because did, did you remember uh, UM, UMBC beating uh, Virginia as oh, yeah. a 16, beating number one? Like sometimes the 16 seeds sometimes have Cinderella stories because in their mind, they're like, we have nothing to lose. I mean, we're out here. We're lucky that we're here. They have nothing to lose. They just play with their hearts. And that's what happened with UMBC and Virginia. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why you should be really, uh, I think that's why you should be really, really proud that, I mean, you made it because some some of these top schools don't make it, and you're out here playing, and you're out here, um, making it in as a six. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's a. It, I mean, you still made it. It's still an accomplishment. You worked all. You had all, you, all that work you put in paid off to make it. So. That's my take on it. Besides North Carolina, is there anybody like shocked that you know of that didn't make the tournament? Well, I heard Rutgers was like a Rutgers didn't make it. Clemson didn't make it. Syracuse yeah. didn't make it. Ooh, um, the speaking of which, Jim Beheim is out as the Syracuse head coach after yeah, forty-seven crazy. years. Yeah, that's crazy. That's longer than Coach K. Do you think he was sticking around just so he could coach his son? Mm, no, because uh, I either uh, I think either his son left or his son is still there. No, his son left this year. No, remember when they went on that magical run? I think it was last year. Yeah. Seen, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I do not think that he he stayed because of his sons. He, I mean, he, if he would have stayed because of his sons, he would have retired after last year. 
He stayed for one more year and did it. So, to answer your question, no. Because he would have done, he, he didn't do any, he didn't uh, do anything to them. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Clemson didn't make it, Syracuse didn't make it, Rutgers didn't make it, North Carolina didn't make it. Yeah, I think that's all, but I mean. Oral Roberts, do you remember them? Yeah, they were the 12th seed. No, yeah, they're the 12th seed uh, this time around. Um, yeah, and that's, I mean, trying to think of. Yeah, because remember, I, I think Ohio State didn't make it either. I have to check, but I don't think they made it. Yeah, I think they were short. So, yep. And then, uh, yeah, the top seats are Kansas, Houston, Alabama, and Purdue. So that's all. You have you have anything else you want to add? Uh, I'm glad you see later. The second seed they. Did lose in the Pac-12 championship last yeah. night to Arizona. Did you see that Amari Bailey's poster got called as an offensive foul? Really? Yeah, he posted over a guy, and the ref immediately called it an offensive foul. Hmm. And you, dude, U of A is a powerhouse basketball program as well. Balo number eleven and Tubelas number ten are like crazy good. Yeah, they definitely had some dollars. Um, UCLA, you know, I, 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 I Campbell. don't much. Yeah, but they got Hawkes. He's good. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what happened to Johnny Juzang. He was so good. I think he year. went, uh, he went to the draft and then he can't, I don't even, he's, I think he went to the draft and now I think he's, now he's playing overseas. You didn't get picked? No, no, he did not get picked. But Dude, I remember he was so good. He went toe to toe with Jalen Suggs. Like Jalen Suggs had to hit that but, buzzer. But remember, but remember. He after that, Juzang went to the draft and then he came back to UCLA. Really? Yes. Oh dang! He should have definitely gone to the draft. And then he went, and then he went, and then he played and didn't have a good year. Went to the draft, and I haven't heard about him since. Dang, that's unfortunate. Also, uh, oh, dude, I know it's so unfortunate. But also, Marquette made number two. It was a number two seed as well. They won the Big East, and that's a really, really tough conference to to play in. And they played their tournament at Madison Square Garden where the lights were at the brightest. And two of the games that they played, two of the games that they played were decided by two points. Really? Yeah. They beat St. John's by two, and I think they beat the DePaul by two. But Marquette will be Marquette's danger. Marquette is dangerous this year. This is like the best year they've had in years. Maybe yeah. since Dwayne Wade. So, all right. You have anything else you want to add? Well, I, I looked it up. I guess he he's like somewhat related to the Jazz. I don't know if he's on their roster or on Oh, Juzang. Yeah, it's his picture with Jazz. Oh yeah, he's on the Jazz. I see him. Oh really? Oh yeah, let's go. Oh, but he's undrafted. Yeah, 
he, he's averaging 4.5 points per game. Oh, that's amazing. Good for him. And he had, and he had let's see, Sunday. He didn't play today, but yesterday he had three points, I think. Okay. I mean, he's getting some action. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Maybe I'll watch a little more jazz game because I remember I, I like watching him play at UCLA. He, he just looked like dude. He just was he just was a bucket there. Yeah, walking bucket, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? Oh, um, tell the people about the new app. Oh yeah. So I guess Spotify's bought an anchor. And so now it's known as if you guys have the Anchor app or something, you're like, what is this app doing here? It's now called Spotify for Podcasters is what Anchor is now. So this is probably not to change his um, ad read. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the ad at the beginning, uh, ignore it. Uh, It's no longer Anchor. It's called uh, Spotify for Podcasters. yeah, but anchor right now it's it's not there, so I'll change that. I'll change that soon. And we've been having some te- technical difficulties, so hopefully they fix that up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, guys, I want to apologize for if you weren't able to hear Christian. Uh, the, the way we usually do it, it's uh, it's it wasn't working. So I'm currently recording off my computer and have him on. A phone call on my cell phone. So if um, if you can't if you cannot hear him very well, uh, we apologize, and uh, we'll try to figure that we'll try to figure that out to make sure that our next episode's audio is way better. But uh, thank you guys so much for uh, all the support, uh, for your patience, and for the patience uh, during this episode. Um, I'm Fitz Kerrigan, and uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you.